Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning and welcome. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. We're broadcasting today out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's a beautiful morning, and God has blessed us with a lot of rain in the last week. So hopefully we can send it to the other areas of our listening area that are dry. Send you a little moisture. But before we get too far, let's start with the morning prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning, God. You are ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I am to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday, and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in your way. But Lord, I am well aware I cannot make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I cannot walk alone. Amen. Name Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. One of my favorite prayers, a little on the cheesy side, but oh my gosh, I love it. So big show this morning. I am so excited to introduce you to first guest this morning. She's one of the newest members of Real Presence Radio, and she's going to be stationed here in the Sioux Falls office, which we're super excited about. Brett and I have been in the Sioux Falls office for eight years now, just the two of us clunking around, and so now we get to bring Teresa Curly in. Teresa, good morning. Good morning, Heather. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us a little bit about your family history. Okay, yeah. So I was born in Bethune, South Carolina. Um, My parents are originally from the New England area, but I grew up in South Carolina, and I'm totally Southern girl at heart. Um, So when I was about six, we moved out to the country and started a homestead. And growing up, we raised a lot of our own animals. We milked our own cows, had our own beef and chickens, and we homeschooled. So you understand this side of South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally us. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite familiar. This Sioux Falls is the biggest city I've ever lived in. (laughs) So how big was the city you grew up in? 297 people. Wow. Yeah, and that was before I moved away. So Okay. So now it's, it's less. by the year. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. tell me about your family. Yeah, um my parents are just really beautiful people um who introduced us all to the Catholic Church at a really young age like even though we were attending CCD classes at the parish, they really took it upon themselves to go through religion classes with us and the catechism and talks about Catholicism and how politics plays a role in that, too, were a common topic over the dinner table and things. Yeah. Um, and then they also started foster care a few years ago, and we've had a bunch of kids come in and out of our doors um, over the years, and we were actually able to adopt my brother Gregory a few years ago, and he's been a super huge blessing in our lives. Yeah. I got to meet Gregory. He is awesome and so much he's fun. A <laughs> such a joy. Such a joy. Um, so other siblings. 
Yeah, so I'm one of eight, and three of my siblings are married. I have two nieces, and most of them have gradually moved out to Wyoming. So about half of us are in the West now. That's funny. Um, yeah, I have three siblings at Wyoming Catholic College. My okay. youngest sister, Bernadette, is actually on her three-week ex- backpacking excursion. So if you could keep her in your prayers, that would be great. Bernadette? Yeah. And we will do that. So then you're where in the lineup? I'm number five. Number five. Okay. So you ended up out in Wyoming for a period of time too. Yeah. So I had, I went to college for a little bit and I really felt the Lord was pulling me out of that. And I just had this urge to be with the people and to do some kind of service. And I didn't really know what that looked like. And he led me to during for a year and a half with the missionaries of mercy up in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Beautiful. And with that, we did a lot of outreach to the homeless of Boston and New York City, um, and a lot of intentional community life. It was really beautiful. It was honestly the happiest time of my life. Yeah. Uh, and then I left there and moved home for a few months and was just trying to figure out what to do next. And my brothers were like, come out to Wyoming. Everything's so. cool in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went there, out there originally to cook on a ranch for the summer. Really? And I, yeah. And then after the summer, I ended up working in the kitchen at Wyoming Catholic College. And I was there for about a year, and then I started making gin at a distillery. Nice. Um, and oh, I did that for a few she's months. She's so South Dakota. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that for a few months, and then I was unfortunately laid off. And so that's when I kind of began to just reassess, like, what I was doing in Wyoming, like, what I'm doing with my life, really. And I remember the morning I was laid off, like, it was totally out of the blue and I called my dad to tell him and he's like okay Teresa I just you know just keep in mind I've been laid off twice and both times it was the best thing that ever happened to me he's like so your situation might be different but be open to it right so I'm like oh yeah sure dad (laughs) easy for you to say dad (laughs) (laughs) but then you know I started just looking up Catholic jobs and I'm like, I don't want a job that I'm stuck in a nine to five existence, not caring about my job and just having to build my life around work. I want a job that's really focused on God and will help me build my relationship with God. But it also is seamlessly woven into my life too. Like I want to be like fully living living Christianity through my work and through my personal life. Um, And so that's when I came across the job posting for Listener Relationship Coordinator. And as soon as I read the job description, I'm like, wow, this is super cool. But it really rang a bell with me about like what made me really happy working with the missionaries. And that was being able to develop close relationships with people and find out what's really on their hearts about Mm -hmm. the faith, like how God has spoken to them and how he continues to lead them. And that just really, I don't know, it really just spoke to my heart. And so I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. And then every moment since then, I've just been blown away at the Father's goodness. Like how everything... 
everything that's happened to me in my life so far has led me to this moment right here. And of course, like, it's not the end, right? Like, right. It, it won't be the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but just like his faithfulness and his love and the little ways he chooses to show me uniquely as Teresa Curley, how he loves me has been amazing. Wow. So here you are now in South Dakota. Yes. Out of all places. So let's go back a couple steps um, because I find this very interesting and I want to dive into it just a little bit more. I find it interesting that you, um, society tells us a lot of things. A lot of things are wrong that society tells us that we should be doing, how mm-hmm. we should be thinking, how we should, 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 should. So I want to step back to the point where you tried college and you decided it wasn't for you. Although society says, oh, well, you can't can't do anything grand without a degree, <laughs> you know. And talk about your thought process when you decided it wasn't for you and why. I'm actually really glad that you asked this question. Because, <laughs> because you're right. It is something that society challenges a lot. And mm-hmm. I've been challenged a lot by it. And everyone thinks that I'm crazy, you know, yeah. for, well, for Why are you doing college. this? It's what you're yeah, supposed to do. And so it's something that I've really had to reassess and think and pray about. But basically for me, um, I went to a Catholic liberal arts college and I loved it. Like, it was great. The people were great. The classes were good. But, you know, especially... As the year was winding up, there was just this restlessness on my heart. Mm. And I almost felt guilty for hogging an education, which doesn't even make sense. Like, that makes no sense at all. But that's how I felt. And I just wanted to be out in the world, like, finding out, like, what the problems were and to be with the people. And Mm. so when I approached the missionaries and asked if I could visit... Um, they were a little bit hesitant because they were afraid that I was just like a college dropout and they didn't know if I was mature enough to handle it. So they're like, okay, you can be here for the summer. And honestly, I felt like St. Therese going to the Pope asking for permission to join the Carmelites. Like every day I was praying that I'd be able to stay. And over the summer, the college admissions people from the college I left, they approached me quite frequently and asked if I was coming back, and they offered me extra scholarships, all these things. And the missionaries actually offered for me to go and be something of a missionary on the college campus. Mm -hmm. And I kept praying about it, and I was like, this just isn't not the time. And... So they eventually let me stay for the year, and then I stayed for longer after that. And it just, it it was just so right. Like, it it just felt so good. And ever since then, you know, different phases of my life, like since I left the missionaries and moved out to Wyoming, that decision has been challenged again Mm -hmm. about like, well, why don't you go back to college? And I have thought about it. I have applied to other colleges since But I just know that for me, that's not my vocation to finish. Um, And I I think it is a very good thing. Um, But for me personally, I don't think that that's how God chooses to lead me to him. Yeah. So. Well, and I think sometimes we become so absorbed in this world. 
of the world. Yeah. So often. And we don't realize that some of these things that we're thinking are so of the world. And I just love the fact that you're so mature that you can really fall against it and be like, no, that is not me. That is not what God is calling me to do. Um, How did you learn to do that? Mm, I'm still learning. (laughs) Yeah, aren't we all? (laughs) No, um, my parents have always been very instrumental in discernment. Um, And I also have four older brothers, well, three older brothers. um, And they've all been really amazing with offering me like concrete wisdom and also they're older than me so they've done all this before (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um and also just really influential spiritual directors in my life have been really helpful wow so so you're basically your life has been immersed in it it really has and it helps to form your way of thinking it helps to form this way of discernment that from a very young age, you've probably been discerning a lot of things about your life. Yeah, honestly, I was probably overthinking. <laughs> That's so really me. Long time. I would do that. You know, you get yeah. so absorbed and try to figure out what your vocation is that you don't actually live your life. <laughs> so I'm still working on that. <laughs> That's awesome. So true. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Should I move forward? No, today doesn't feel right. How about tomorrow? No, I'm not sure. Today doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Teresa Curley. She is the newest, one of the newest members of Real Presence Radio. She is going to be the Listener Relationship Coordinator here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So all of you in um, eastern South Dakota, you're going to get to meet Teresa and get to know her. We're grateful to have her, and we're just kind of learning a little bit about who she is. So we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to have more with Teresa and we're going to just dive in a little bit more on how she got to RPR. And I dare to ask what she thinks so far. (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You. 
which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. We're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's been a beautiful weekend. We had a lot of rain. Maybe God will send a little bit up to your direction. We'll just keep praying for that. This morning, we've been talking with Teresa Curley. She is the newest member of Real Presence Radio. Super excited to have her down here in Sioux Falls with Brett and I. Uh, She's going to be the new Listener Relationships Coordinator, which just means she is going to be the gal. That's going to be everywhere. Did you know that? I'm finding that out. (laughs) (laughs) She is the gal. So we're going to have her out and about for the uh, Taste the Goodness, which is Mm. next, this weekend on the 14th. She's joining us for that. And then she's also coming to the Faith and Business Conference. So a little plug for both of those events um, the next week. So she's going to be out and you'll get to meet her because I just know people are really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to get to know the people of Sioux Falls, too. I've only been here for a week, but the people I've met so far have been absolutely amazing. I know. So, I hate to break the news to everybody, but she's been spending a lot of time at St. Lambert's. (laughs) (sighs) But, you know, Father Hagerty, we get it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just harassing. She really is. She's like, I want to go to every church. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. And then she's like, I want to go to Brookings and go to church. And I want to go to Vermilion and go to church. And I'm like, you go for it. Yes. Yes. So she's eager to get to know all of Eastern South Dakota and each each church just has its own personality. Mm. And what really excites me too is every place I've lived before really only has two Catholic churches max. <laughs> yeah. So it's just really exciting to know that there's so many in Sioux Falls proper and then on the outskirts too. It's yeah. yeah. So amazing. Yeah, you get to T or Harrisburg and yeah. So we've got and we I think our diocese is just blessed with so many fantastic priests. Mm. That it's just like, yeah, you can't go wrong, really. Can't go wrong. But so talk to us a little bit about how you, um, so you first applied, you thought, oh, that job looks okay. I could do something like that. So talk to me about um, signs, things that you feel God's calling you to do this work. Mm, For sure. Well, so I guess... The first thing was the phone conversation I had with Mike Kudrowski. Um, he, he called and we just chatted about, he told me a little bit about RPR in general, and I told him a little bit about myself in general, and that was pretty much it. But after the conversation, I was just 
impressed by how much joy he mm. seemed to have mm-hmm. and also how much peace I felt. Mm. And I remember telling people like, they were like, so Teresa, how's the job search going? Cause I was laid off for about a month okay. um, total. And I was like, well, you know, it's going, I'm applying to different stuff. I'm looking into this job in South Dakota, you know, I'm excited about the job, but I've never really had any interest in moving to South Dakota. <laughs> so either way, it works out. It's in God's hands. <laughs> and then as the interview process went forward, I just felt more and more peace and also more excitement. And the immediate, the immediate result it had in me was this desire to go to Mass more often. And before, like on my previous work schedule, I wasn't really able to go to daily mass that much. Like the timing didn't work out. And then it kind of dawned on me, oh, I'm not working. I have all this time. I should be going to mass, but also I want to go to mass more often. And I want to start praying the liturgy of the hours again. There was just this desire that came of it. So it immediately bore good fruit in myself. Mm. And then the day that, Mark offered me the job. His last words to me before we hung up the phone was, Teresa, you have total freedom. And the reason that was so significant was the year and a half that I spent with the missionaries, it was all about, like, the personal theme for me was discovering what true freedom was as a daughter of God. And I realized that, you know, God doesn't have an A or B plan for me, for my life. He just gives me total freedom, and because I'm his daughter, I can run to him whatever way is on my heart, whatever way is written on my heart. And so when he said that, like, I was really glad that that was the last thing he said, because as soon as I had the phone, I just started crying. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But it just really felt like the Lord was really speaking to my heart and leading me so gently, but also giving me the freedom to choose. Um so yeah it was pretty much just one thing one thing after another just like little ways of his love that just really really spoke to my heart yeah well and i always find it fascinating that when you feel like you are following what god wants it's amazing how all of these little pieces Mm. drop together and they work out for the good um can you talk about some of those little pieces that you've experienced so far yeah for sure um, I was thinking mainly like you're, you needed help moving. So you're in Wyoming and you're going to move, what was it? 15 hours? Is it 15 hours from yeah, here? Yeah. About 15 hours away. Your, your car isn't running the best <laughs> and your dad is like, oh, well, I'm already going to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy too. Oh my goodness. I forgot about that. I don't know how. I'm like, I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So my dad from South Carolina was driving to Wyoming to drop my sister off at college. And that was the weekend before I was planning to move out here. 
But then he was going to stay an extra week anyway because my brother Matthew, um, plug for my brother Matthew, <laughs> he uh, writes and sings a lot of his own music. And so this was going to be his first public performance at nice. the Lander Bar. And so my dad wanted to stick around for that. So it worked out perfectly. I was able yeah. to load a bunch of my stuff into his car. And I was just a bit nervous because my car has been just falling apart. Like, it's it's a mess. <laughs> and so I was a bit nervous about driving that by myself. And mm-hmm. so just to be able to follow my dad to Sioux Falls was really great because yeah. it gave me the reassurance that I'd be okay. My dad's there. Everything's <laughs> going to be fine. And I'm sure my dad is glad to be there yeah. as well and see where I'd end up. Yeah. So. Well, and I think he enjoyed being able to see the town where you're going to be living and kind of get a visual on everything. And he got to see me. So then he knows that I'm going to be kind of not completely motherly <laughs> to her. <laughs> She's going to have free will, folks. I'm not going to going to demand or be home, but I just think it's funny how everything just keeps falling into place for you in this job, yeah. you know, finding a good place to live. And yes, your car's on its last leg, but as a listener relationship coordinator, you get the RPR car, you yeah. know? And so I just feel like God is putting all these little pieces together for you. And even what you told me this morning. So my apartment isn't going to be ready until the 24th. So I've been crashing with this amazing family until <laughs> Totally <then>. amazing. <laughs> it's Heather. <laughs> and, you know, I basically just came up with whatever fit in my car. So I have no furniture. And Heather told me this morning that she knows someone who's yeah. trying to sell their bed, but it will be ready until the 23rd or 24th. I'm like, oh my goodness. That's, that's the perfect. day I move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just little ways of God telling me his love. It's been really beautiful. beautiful. We're so excited to have you on board. What are you looking forward to with this work? Yeah, really getting to know people in the community who are really on fire for their mm. faith and just really want to learn more about the church. Like really whatever stage of their faith journey they're on, the eagerness to know more and to go deeper because I I want that for myself. Like I mm-hmm. want to go deeper mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And so it's really important that you surround yourself in a community like that. So, Well, you chose the right job. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are so grateful to have you and your spirit. And you just bring life into the job, into the work. Um, and we're so excited to have you. And we're heading up uh, tomorrow, actually, for our all staff days. So we call them summer staff days, which is pretty fun for us. So a couple days this week, you're going to have... Um, some best of Real Presence Live because we are going to be together as a family. Um, the entire network of staff will be together. So we have people coming in all the way from Rapid City, Rochester, Minnesota, uh, Bismarck, um, Dickinson. So we're all migrating to Fargo <laughs> starting tomorrow. Uh, so we're all so excited to uh, just be together as a family, as a Real Presence Radio family, and just spend some good time together and get to know everybody, because, you know, we call we call it our family of faith and hope, mm. and that truly is what we are, mm. a family of faith and hope, and not just the staff, but the people that request prayers from us, or 
tell us certain stories or that we have on as guests or i mean it's just a huge family of faith and it's just we're just blessed we're just blessed any last thoughts are you going to co-host with me this morning I don't know him. <laughs> let's leave the headset on. We'll see what happens. Because okay, Heather, Heather tends, <laughs> if people don't know this, it scares a lot of people that I work with. But Heather's loosey-goosey. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, the Holy Spirit's going to direct the show and he's going to guide us. So we're going to leave your headset on. Don't feel obligated to ask questions unless you have them. Sounds good to me. Sounds good? Because yeah. we're going to be hearing a lot more from Teresa because she's going to start being on the radio too soon well it'll be neat to see how the process works i've never been around i know it at all before so. we'll be together for a while so don't you worry <laughs> yeah, it'll be, i've learned so much in the past couple days already <laughs> yeah it's crazy friday night after we finished a bunch of trainings i went to aldi's and so you know in aldi's they don't have shopping baskets you have a quarter for a cart yes and i sat there in the parking lot trying to make the decision whether to go in or not because I didn't need a carriage but what I was getting was too much to carry and my brain was so fried I couldn't make the decision so I finally turned around and went home training was tough wasn't it It it's like being fed with a fire hose it's okay yeah it's it's fun though it's just exciting to get to know all the different pieces yeah how it all comes together yeah there there are a lot of moving pieces so yeah you'll get used to it and and the nice thing is that karen out of fargo she's going to be doing western uh north dakota she uh also is being fed with a fire hose so you two can you know make each other feel better yeah, tomorrow when you meet <laughs> <There we go. laughs> okay so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back holy family church in grand forks has started a new podcast so we're going to be talking with the gals for christians in action the podcast out of grand forks here what they're up to what it's about and what their goals are so stay with us we'll be back with more real presence live right after this Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 